going to be discussing Peacemaker. So the finale is here. Um, Happy thoughts. Yeah. Happy thoughts. <laughs> uh, Peacemaker. Um, so we have the big finale. Everything's yeah. coming to a head uh, where they face yeah, off against we, the butterflies. Yeah we, yeah, we talked about this with uh, A Book of Boba Fett and how with that show I felt like it was kind of just writing around and let's just make something with these characters to tie people over until season three of the mandalorian and <clears throat> with peacemaker you're actually ac- asking of your audience very very important very vital questions about like existence it's like what is the what is the price you're willing to pay for peace uh, right. or is there a wrong time to rock mm. <laughs> or and the most important one the most important do you i mean do you really want to taste it mm. Mm. <laughs> uh yeah i mean this is you know an exciting show to watch week to week um and then you know a lot of people were also talking about just you know in discussion with the show the kind of uh which also congratulations to the show for getting a season two by the way this is getting a, a season yeah, two as well bad. uh congratulations yes. to the show for that well well deserved it, isn't it funny that James Gunn, in the span of like a couple of years, he gets unjustly fired from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three, mm-hmm. and then DC and Warner Brothers just snatch him up to direct the Suicide Squad. Off the success of that, he gets the Peacemaker show, and he gets rehired by Disney. Yeah, I mean, he was kind of. I mean, it's kind of getting canceled. Works in your favor. I mean, you fail, kind of go upwards a little bit. Yeah, it's like yeah, like it oh. wasn't even. It, it was a case where everybody knew that the cancellation was bullshit, though. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, hey, he's having a great time, yeah. Uh, Javon Good, he said, uh, don't know about Unjustified, but he deserved uh, another Well, chance. Well, he... Well, those were... One, those tweets were, like, a decade old at that point. He'd already apologized previously. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and in and, and the situation, you know, with, with, with the James Gunn tweets that he tweeted about, I mean, that was a situation where... Uh, I mean, somebody was trying to do it because he's a very vocal guy on Twitter. Um, you know, yeah, because he's you know, very he's very critical of. Uh, I think it was the Trump presidency at the time. I think this came out around like what uh, 20, 2018. Long yeah, enough for a man. To, long enough for a man to change. Yeah. Um, so which, or at least oh, attempt. Yeah, yeah. Attempt yeah, at has. least. So yeah, because those. Yeah, because yeah. those tweets were coming out like when he was still working at Trauma Films, when he was making stuff like Super and uh, Slither, yeah. Yeah. which I think are both amazing films, but they're a lot more mean spirited than than the stuff especially he has now, Super. especially with Guardians and uh, and yeah. uh, and Peacemaker and the Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah, Slither is probably one of the meanest to black comedies I've seen in a while, horror comedies, and it, it works, but it's really mean. It has Nathan Fillion in it. Go check that out. Yeah. Uh, as well as Super. Great movie. Super, yeah. Super yeah, was there's... made with $3 million, and goddamn, he used every ounce of that money. He used who, every He used every single penny of it. Who wisely. doesn't love a superhero who has a wrench for a fist and completely <laughs> murders people by punching them really hard? Oh, oh my- Oh my god, yeah, Super is basically the vigilante movie. 
pretty much. Yeah. He punches the person in the face like, now you need to think about what you're done. I'm like, th th that guy's dead. He's like legitimately <laughs> dead. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, James Gunn, yeah, he's had a great comeback, you know, in his career. Well, I guess not that much. I mean, he didn't really go anywhere. But, you know, you know, he's had a great kind of trajectory with his career, you know, constantly gone upwards and done a lot of great stuff. The Suicide Squad movie, uh, even though it didn't do that well in the box office, you know, it's a great movie, doing well on streaming it, right it, now. It, uh, it's doing well on – it's – Picked up a lot more traction off of the strength of Peacemaker and since it came back to HBO Max. Uh, and and I think it's... I think even though it didn't do well at the box office, which, come on, it came out, like, during COVID. It was, like, during the Delta variant. It was, like, when, like, half of the country wasn't still fucking getting vaccinated, which, the fuck? Mm. Yeah, so it, it was it was, you know, kind of... Uh, you know, kind of a lot of things going against that movie. Plus, it was a sequel to a movie that, you know, even though the first one made a lot of money, but, not very well received yeah, a sequel by many that, that's, people. Let's so. be very kind and say, it sucks ass. Yeah, so I think he did kind of a better job here. And then uh, with the spinoff show, a spinoff show they announced um, before even the movie was going to come out, before Suicide Squad was even yeah, coming they, out. They they announced, I think they announced it while... While the Suicide Squad was still in post production, yeah, mm. yeah, and people were like, um, "Sure, okay, yeah," um, it's and like, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. The people, the 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 casuals were like, "Really, a, a spinoff of this character we've never heard of?" And the people in know, oh, James Gunn doing a a uh, superhero show for HBO Max. Let's go. Yeah. Um, to also be fair, um. This show is better than the actual character in the comics. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know really that, know. That's not saying that. much though. No, I'm just saying. Don't really know Anyways, yeah. um, Let, let's be honest. In the comics, neither Peacemaker nor Vigilante are really all that special. I mean, they're C tier. They're C tier characters. They're, dude. At best, they are Z tier characters. Uh, I'd say closer to, like low c high d because they're not completely unknown but they're less of a they're less of a deep cut than the fucking white dragon but sure yeah uh yeah yeah now mm. what and the white dragon's still c tier he's just higher on that level <laughs> yeah he's not what people think of first i'm just that's what i'm trying to say he, he i don't think he's what he none of the characters in the show besides the ones that are name dropped and yeah. the ones that um that uh, make us make an appearance that uh, so I will not speak. say due to spoilers. Yeah. They're not. They're not. They're not the first. They're not the second. They're not even like the ninth on most people's mind when they talk about DC. Yeah. No. They're like uh, the. They're like the list of two hundred, maybe three hundred. <laughs> yeah, but this show. God damn it! It's what. It's like this, The Boys, Invincible, and Daredevil that, and Watchmen, that constantly stand out as, we're kind of in the golden age of comic book television. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, 
with this show, with the first season of it, uh, it definitely rakes up high. I think it would be my, one of my favorite uh, kind of comic book adaptations um, ever. Um, when you really look at like all the shows, even including movies, and I think um, I saw something where it was like this is the highest rated um, DC property, DCEU property, uh, you know, ever, pretty much. I think at like ninety five on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, also look at what it's competing against. Yeah, it's like pretty... the DCU, even at its best with something like uh, Wonder Woman, that's still only like what an eighty-three. You talking about your personal, or you talking about on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, I'm I can't remember exactly what uh, the first Wonder Woman is rated. I think it's at like in the nineties. It's like ninety something. Oh, uh, uh, it's like ninety-two, and that's being very generous. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, what they were able to do with the show, James Gunn, you know, came on, you know, bringing his sensibilities onto this, um, and getting mm-hmm. to explore the character more, um, you know, of Peacemaker, and then with John Cena, who I think was very capable, and we talked about it every week, of, of very handling the role very, very much and very well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's be honest, John Cena, he is, I think off the strength of this show, he's kind of surpassed, uh, The Rock and Dave Bautista as, like, the the WW the wrestler turned actor. Because mm. uh, yeah. as much as I, I like Dave Batista, but I don't think he's had a character where he's gotten to show off as much range as uh, Cena has done here. Besides Drax? Yeah, besides Drax. Yeah. Um, um, a- I would also I would say in Blade Runner, he was actually really good. Um, yeah. Right, fuck. I keep forgetting about Blade Runner. Yeah. I thought, yeah. Oh, my bad, Batista. Yeah, he was great in the opening of Blade Runner. Yeah, thank you, Dust. Yeah, uh, he was really good. And his and the short film that he was in that's based on it, too. He was mm. good in that, too. Yeah. Uh, Javon Good, uh, he said that James Gunn's wife in the show is uh, fine. 20 years younger than him. Which right? she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she is. She is very Which, fine. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. It's, it's more of a case of a Mike Flanagan than, like, a Paul W.S. Anderson. Yeah. I think in this. Because, one... Both uh, Jennifer Holland and Kate Siegel actually have talent and bring a lot to the character. Even if one critique I have of the show is I think uh, of all the side characters in this, like Adebayo, like uh, Mern, like uh, even Economist, I think the one that kind of doesn't get as well developed is Amelia Harcourt, mm-hmm. who's uh, played by the one fine as hell and also super talented Jennifer Holland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I kind of agree with that. I think, well, I think you kind of learn more about her a little bit of, of, of kind of her whole kind of ideology as far as like, she's kind of a person mm-hmm. like Peacemaker as far as like, I'll do whatever it takes for the mission. And you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And kind of her whole thing was like, she's, she doesn't have a problem necessarily with killing civilians if that's necessary to get the job done, but a fellow person in the job, a soldier she has a problem with and kind of. You know, it, kind of I, I think with her character, it's about loyalty to to your team, which, you know, uh, Josh, you and I have both been in the military. We can kind of understand and sympathize with something like that. Right, right. Uh, yeah, Dusk, what kind of your thoughts on the finale here? Uh, I think for the most part, it was a solid finale. There's still some uh, loose ends here, and there. There is a little bit of um, a couple of writing things here and there that I would have liked to seen a little bit more on. But honestly, anything I can really say is more on... I would have liked to have seen maybe two more episodes and even ten. Just get more, a little bit more depth. Um, 
a little bit more from certain characters. Although I will say, um, this is it's a controversial moment. There's a certain moment with um, uh, I can't I, I don't want to call him this now because of this finale. But Die Beard, um, uh, I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to call him that. But that's yes, all I remember yeah, him as. Yeah, I think um, of the eight episodes, every single one of the side characters has had their real. Mo- shine autobio she's kind of been one of the better side characters freddie stroma's vigilante he's been fantastic and uh clemson mern he's gotten he got one of the best episodes like a, a i think two episodes ago mm-hmm. and this was really this episode was steve aggie's time to shine who plays a uh, john economo hmm. yeah in that moment and i can understand with some people that might have not landed with people but he's he's acting his little heart out and <laughs> it's it's nice and and it's also it, something to be said for act, what's yeah go ahead he's acting his heart out and it's a moment that rings true to that character mm. and i think it's also imperative i think what i like about the show is james gunn or at least the writing and, and the writing team i have to write credit the ready team because a lot of this series doesn't have the best story but it's dialogue and character focus and consistency <laughs> is what's completely saves and makes with show that could have been like just okay and too good <laughs> is a good show a really good show it, and that's something that i think james gunn excels at it, it's like if on paper you look at the plots for most of his moves they're mm-hmm. fairly basic yeah. could be kind of underdeveloped but where he excels is is writing dialogue writing uh, humorous scenes and interacting with the character Right. It's giving these characters who, mm. on paper, are just stereotypes and adding, like, entirely, like, different layers of depth to them. Yeah. E- even a character like Economist, who's kind of like the nebbish uh, guy guy in the chair that we've seen in countless other of these right. types of superhero shows. And he has this moment where he's pouring his heart and soul out. Because mm. oh, it's literally life or death. Um, <laughs> I think what's also what I was trying to get to is what works also is the best shows utilize every aspect and kind of call back to it. And mm. I think with his character, oh. I think what I love is what comment comes off as a non, like a, ah, it's just a small little joke. Yeah. That event, it, a running joke ends up being a big moment that has a callback. And he's done that. Most episodes, things that were, and eh, there's, almost always had a callback and that shows good consistency it's like a throwaway line a few episodes becomes this hugely emotional beat a couple episodes later yeah Yeah. and it it matters to that character and Mm -hmm. it matters to them and that even includes how they deal with the butterflies in the finale Mm. um However you feel how the butterflies, quote-unquote, are dealt with, um, I I hope the dynamics aren't changed too much for season two, because a lot of times a series has a good formula, and then they're like, mm-hmm. oh, we got renewed for another series. Let's change all that and try something new. And it's like, no, you build on that. You work with what worked, mm-hmm. and then you try and build. So I hope it, it changes just enough, but not too much to keep these characters, because their chemistry is what's worked. If I only mm-hmm. had a little sadness, is that one of the main players will not join the other party that I know of. They could pull some BS in season two to bring a certain character back. 
but hmm. that's one character I wanted to see more of. Hmm. Okay. Without uh, getting into spoilers. Is there, by the way, is there like a stinger at the end? Because I didn't realize. Is there like a stinger? There is. There, there is, but it's, it's kind funny. of been the same. It's been the same kind of stinger that has been uh, throughout most of the episodes. It's just like an alternate take of of a of a comic scene that was in one of these episodes. Yeah, like Vigilante is just talking about him about like, <laughs> no, this is what sarcasm is to like John, who's just like, how would you even think about? Why would they even be sarcastic? Like, well, you have to explain these things. It's sarcastic, like. You are like so. It's like so fat. It's or like, like you, you eat more chips than any been, and that is like that might kill you. Is it kill you? And at the very end, but then he switches. But no, for real, I'm actually worried about you, about your health. <laughs> and he's like, "Thank you." Like it's just at the end of it. That's how it ends. Just yeah, one of those and, like, uh, different takes. Okay. And the uh, like iconic like uh, piece uh, John Cena ranting about different names. And I think the take that they put in the post-credits here is like, like Priscilla Presley, Freddie Stroma, James Gunn. Those mm. last two aren't even things. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's, I, I was just wondering, did I miss any like? No, they don't. Up? It's not. Yeah, yeah there's like, no every, lore. Every, post -cre okay. every post credits is just like an alternate take of a comics of a one of the funny bits in the episode. Okay, that's what I was just worried about. I was worried about that. Yeah. No, you didn't miss anything. You didn't okay. miss anything extra. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, so with this finale, you have them, everything kind of coming to a head with the butterflies. Uh, the butterflies mm -hmm. are trying to take their food source, trying to teleport it elsewhere because without this food source. Which, they, uh, which yeah. it, it, it ended up being a Mothra. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which yeah, looked absolutely <laughs> d disgusting, by the way. Like, you know, mm -hmm. the, the it, which was gross, disgusting looking. And something that James Gunn's... And everything I'd hoped. Done everything. in... Uh, both Slither. this and uh, the Suicide Squad, they truly made the kaiju monsters look gross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're basically trying to, because it's like, hey, they're all going to be here. This is our last chance. If they move mm -hmm. their food source, we don't know. We have to start all over again and do the investigation. Mm -hmm. So we have to, this is our moment to strike. Um, you have Adebayo, who reveals to the team that her mother is Amanda Waller, and she was kind of sent in as kind of an undercover agent to keep an eye on everyone, um, as well mm -hmm. as be the person to plant the diary um, in Peacemaker's trailer. Um and it was funny, you know, she was, you know, kind of on the phone with her mother and telling her all about it, um, you know, revealing to the team. It's like, I don't know, you got to call somebody, call the Justice League, you know what I mean? And somebody, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, and it's like it's like that thing when you're trying to relay stuff between, like, a manager and, like, the head of the office. It's like, okay, can we wait, like, like uh, can we uh, wait for backup? It's like, no! Yeah, they say no. <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was a great scene, yeah. I thought that was a, a really, really good scene there. Um, and, uh, you know, seeing them kind of raid the facility, which, you know, they do the thing with, you know, they have the helmets yeah, that, there. Yeah, the, sh the show has always had really great action beats. Yeah. But this finale episode, it might take the cake. And you know that James Gunn watches anime because it's kind of like that trope is... When you hear the song in the intro in the opening credits, and it's not the opening credits, shit is going down. Oh yeah, and that was a great action sequence. I mean, because it's vigilante, it's, it's, it's peacemaker. It's, it's like it's it's vigilante, peacemaker, hardcore, and I think what separates this from a lot of other comic set pieces, you have this amazing cast of stunt people and uh, cinematographers 
and it's all done in like long it's long takes it's not like uh it's not like a daredevil where it's all in one single camera take it's like long takes because i think i think on average like most action beats it's like one cut is like uh three or so seconds and i think i timed it it was like eight seconds long where you actually get to see the camera follow the action it, it reminded me a lot of how matthew vaughn shot the first kingsman Mm. Hey, yeah, thank you, Divine McCline, for the subscription. Thank you very much. Divine uh, McCline. Hey, thank you. Thank you Divine very much. Divine Miss Cline. How are you doing? Uh, we were just talking about Peacemaker finale here. Um, Nick was just going on about the... Yes, we were talking about the uh, the awesomeness that was the Peacemaker. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, finish your uh, statement. Yeah, and these long takes where you get to let these actors and I'm guessing stunt people uh, really show off their skill, have the act, have the camera follow it. It is kind of like that shaky cam style, but you can still see everything that's going on. Oh, thank you very much for the five gifted subs. Thank you very much, Divine Miss Klein. Five gifted subs. Very, very much appreciated. You are too kind. Five thank Klein. You. Thank you. You are very kind. Cheers to you. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you. That is so amazing. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry about that. Go ahead. Yeah, it, it's just it keeps you emotionally connected to all of your actors in these acts, which is something that I think a lot of movies miss. That was missing from Uncharted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I. I mean, this is. Yeah, I mean it's it's a show that knows how to you know have big payoffs and be interesting, uh, you know, over the stretch of you know these number of episodes. Uh, Dusk, what were kind of uh, your kind of thoughts there? With the uh, the action? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this is probably one of the better action. It combined every aspect of the previous episodes. Mm-hmm. It certainly had a lot of budget in it. And you can tell the camera movements were good. You could tell where characters were. I understood what was happening, and I understood what the flow of each um, action beat along with each character. Um, I think uh, my favorite is when uh, Vigilante, after he uh, he gets uh, in a situation, and then yeah. he's just like, oh, man. And he just, like, waves his arm, and then Duck Blade just waves no, into a character's no head. Kill. He no kill looks one of the butterflies, and he it's does. Awesome. And I'm like, I'm like, which is, which is which is something that I think is great about this is that even though even though Peacemaker, Vigilante, Harcourt, they are shown to be very very competent badasses, they are not untouchable. No. Like yeah. they get fucked up by the end of this by the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, yeah, uh, a lot of people do, uh, in this, uh, series, um, poor yeah. John, <laughs> <laughs> that, that made me laugh, unfortunately, that made me laugh it, so it, far it, hard, it, it, it's one of those beats that, it's funny, but you kind of feel bad for, <laughs> I know, I felt real bad, oh, and I was oh. just like, come on, this guy can't even catch a break, <laughs> hey, thank you, Ernie, like, uh, SKZ, thank you for the subscription, man, thanks for stopping shit. by. Uh, how are you doing, man? Everybody, even the it, universe. It's one of those things. Everyone is kind of shitting on him. It's like even Harcourt's like, "Look, Adebayo, you stay back in case we 
in case we go down, you're our last hope. And he's just <laughs> in the background. The Who fuck am I? And she doesn't respond. She just ignores him. Yeah. It's like, which is oh, really, which is really weird, because the previous two episodes, the previous episode or two, he's come in clutch every single yeah, time. Yeah, he's he's kind of been the MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah, like he even killed, from episode killed, one or two, yeah, he's he, come in clutch. Yeah, he killed the neo Nazis. He killed the uh, the the he killed the gorilla. Yeah, he that stopped. Is true. He stopped. Um, uh, he stopped uh, Judo Master from escaping and warning the butterflies. Like, yeah, yeah he pulled, MVP. Yeah he, pulled, yeah, he pulled the old Jason Todd on uh, Judo. Right, he was thank the you, most Javon useful Good. intel hey, guy. Thank you for the subscription, mm-hmm. man. Thank you, Javon Good. Hey, man, much appreciated there. And thank you for the 200 bits, too, Javon Good. Hey, man, thank you. He was the Hello. intel guy. He found the location of the cow. He found the location of the plant. He was able to hack data in it. As far as I'm concerned, he's the one who made this whole thing even possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and going back is James Gunn. He makes characters. He makes characters like relatably stupid, but still competent at what they do. Yeah, because uh... like there are multiple moments where you have uh, uh, Chuck Woody Uji's uh, Clemson Mern chewing them out over over mistakes they made, but when the time comes. They are down for this shit. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the thousand bits there, Miss Klein. Thank, Thank you for the thousand bits. Thank you, sir. Very much appreciated. Uh, all uh, I want, if there if there's a season two, all I want is that John uh, Peacemaker takes out John and like, all right, stud, I'm gonna make make sure you can fuck. We're gonna teach you how to shoot. <laughs> We're gonna make you get you on the fucking <laughs> treadmill. Uh, <laughs> uh, <yeah>, but uh, <laughs> Jesus. Imagine season two of Peacemaker, and suddenly Steve just Aggie ripped. just looks like Chris. Steve Aggie's just built like Chris Hemsworth. In the no, I would season. love that. I would honestly would love that. He's just like, what the hell happened? I went to the gym. Yeah, I just stopped drinking beer. <laughs> exactly, the equivalent of I stopped drinking beer. Yeah, has a Chris Pratt moment there. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, podcast is going well, Ernie. Uh, SKZ, he was very interested in Peacemaker himself. Uh, he's a he's a very good streamer. He does a lot of Call of Duty stuff there. Um, I'd recommend it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, to quote a to quote a friend of the show, uh, Nathan Flynn from uh, the Mission Impossible podcast, this show fucks. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Thank you for the fifteen hundred bits there, Javon. Good, hey, amen. Much oh! appreciated. Hey, wait, there, wait. Is that is that the hype train? Uh, yeah, this is level three. This is our first hype train. Yeah, wow, yeah, this is our first ever hype train stuff. I wish I had something for it there, like good animation or something like that, but I do not yet. But I will make one, yeah, just in case it happens again. Thank you uh, so much. Thank you, Divine Miss Clown. I like the, like that Peacemaker dancer. It's like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Uh, but hey, thank you. Uh, thank you, Divine Miss Klein. Thank you, Javon. Good. Hey, much appreciate it. Thank you, Ernie. Uh, excuse me. Thank you, man. Uh, yes, first hype train, uh, Divine Miss Klein, first hype train ever, yeah. Wow, history's been made, oh, wow, thank you, thank you very much. Much, <laughs> much great. love. Yeah, much, thank, much love. Thank you, thank you everybody, making history. This yeah. is the first time we've gotten a hype train. Hype train? Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, thank you so much. Um, if I had emotions, I'd cry, uh, just like, but, you know, uh, you know, but I'm kind of, you know, you know. I, don't I do be- have emotions. And I am. 
You know, I'd be like vigilante. It's like you're doing that weird thing with your face again. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's like a weird time to do. Uh, uh, hey, backlog. Yeah, we just uh, we just saw Uncharted. We talked about it. Uh, we're gonna be posting the review up there soon, um, as well. Um, oh, Divine Miss Klein gifted five more subs to the people. Thank you, Divine Miss Klein. Very much appreciated. Wow, you are you are too amazing, <laughs> Divine Miss Klein. You're you're way way too oh my amazing goodness. there. Uh wow, she is. Uh, I guess she must have got. She must have got paid today. I guess it must be payday today. Yeah, I guess and just balling out. You know, won the lottery. She, I guess she today. is. Yeah, find this Klein. She is making it rain on the stream. Yeah, thank you so much. Level four. Wow, thank you. Um, she's got as much reckless abandon with her money as a black dude in a rap video. <laughs> oh, Lord, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, backlog. We did talk about Uncharted. Uh, we're gonna be the stream is gonna be up later. Uh, we're also gonna be posting a review for it. Uh, probably should be uh, Monday. Thank you, Javon. Good coming in, man, with the more 100 bits, man. Uh, what's that? One, Holy two, shit. three, four hundred. We've been at level four. <laughs> yeah, wow. God, thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Um, yeah, um, uh, what were you, oh, let's guess, you saying about Peacemaker there uh, that you loved in this finale? Hmm. Well, because I can't say everything. Um, e even uh, with the action bits, with a uh, gun grounding it the way he does, with making our characters vulnerable, it adds a whole bunch of more tension, and you get that like cool little fake out where we finally get the confrontation between uh, Peacemaker and and Goff, who is now played by uh, Annie Chang, who. One, she is a terrific actor because I, I remember reading an interview with James Gunn is like a lot of people they pretty much read for one character. And her, she had to read for both uh Detective Song and and as a and as Butterfly Goth. Uh, Jesus Christ. And she nails it. Holy shit, level five we're at right now. Thank you. Cause all because Javon Good and Divine Miss Klein. Thank you. Jesus. Wow. Ooh. Very much appreciated. Hey, thank you. Awesome, awesome Ooh, stuff. Overwhelmed yeah. now. Yeah, wow, that yeah. is that is awesome. Now I got to really come back and and yeah, show some love to Javon Good and everything like that. Yeah, show some love to his stream and everything like sure. that. Um, he streams a lot of Last of Us. Uh, he plays that. Mm. Uh, thank you, Divine Miss Klein. I mean, it's all because of you, Divine Miss Klein. You came yeah, in, you started. It's all because of you. Yeah, it started it's all because the of you. To, to quote, uh, to quote Homelander, you guys are the real heroes. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, level five. Wow, thank you so much. That is amazing. That's amazing stuff. Um, yeah, uh, backlog also agree with you, Nick. Yeah, he said uh, she's yeah she is really good in the show. I liked her a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. She and she had to play like two drastically different characters. And in the case of uh, Goff, she has to play someone that is being controlled by this like hyper intelligent, almost like non feeling alien. And she nails it in that uh, hugely emotional speech in the finale towards Peacemaker about why the butterflies are here and why they're doing what they're doing. It works so well. And it's a little bit of tension because you generally don't know what call Peacemaker is going to make until he does. Mm, yeah. Uh, Dusk? I, uh, I agree with Nick. I think that's a it could have gone either way moment i think that's what made it interesting uh but i i think my favorite part of it 
is honestly just how quiet it is. Mm. How quiet the wrap-up is after it's done. It's said and done. And there's a question that uh, he talks to Adebayo about. And he asks her something. And that really made, uh, hit hard. He'd been he wondering to himself, like, oh, I don't want to do these things anymore. I don't want to do this. And he's like, did I, did I and, just commit and, something? And he, and he has a moment of self-reflection, which is, I think is kind of missing from a lot of comic book shows like this yeah. or at least if there's self-reflection it's usually done off screen and mm. and gun lets us sit with that moment and have john cena like ruminate on it in real time mm. and it's a genuinely fascinating question is like when you do something and you have that time where you reflect is did i make the right decision right mm. And he solidifies it like, uh, well, if it did this for some, and she's like, did you fall back on someone of bullshit? And he's like, no, I did it for a really simple reason. He and... did it for a really simple reason that he never would have considered prior to right. the events of the show or even the events of the suicides. Yeah. yeah, that would have been not even like a thought process, like, no, that's stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. Why would you do that? And now he just. Yeah, the backlog. Yeah, the backlog just uh, commented is like John Cena's a way better actor than I expected, and yeah. I'm agreeing a hundred percent. And as far as like the goat of uh, uh, WWE guys turned actors, it's between him and Batista as who is the best one. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, backlog who just cheered 500 bits like Divine Klein started the role Domino Effect. Came in also backlog with a uh, hundred bits. Uh, the backlog, uh, he streams as well. Uh, gives guys a follow. Uh, he does. Javon Good does. Um, really, really great, uh, great people there. He does. I saw him playing Sifu as well. Um, he was tearing his hair out uh, just like me uh, playing as Sifu. <laughs> um, yeah, he was. Like, I, I was. I was tearing my hair out when I played it too, but I did had the foresight not to stream that nor the capability to. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, so he's really great. Uh, but th hey, thank you, thank you so much there, the backlog. Yeah, John Cena, um, I saw something where somebody said, like, Batista, you know, you see he's really good at the dramatic stuff. You see mm -hmm. The Rock is really charming, maybe better. You know, he's good at the comedic stuff. The Rock, it, honestly, I wouldn't call The Rock an act. He's a movie star. Mm. You, you go to movies to see The Rock. You don't go to see The Rock like like the rock is not going to get a fucking academy nomination for shit. Well, you never know. I mean, you never Batista, know. Maybe... And Batista and maybe John Cena like a couple years down the line, yeah, I can see it. I at, off the strength of this show, I can see Cena being like an Emmy or Oscar nominated actor. Hmm. Yeah. Uh Ernie SKZ he says uh from what I've seen Cena does well in different genre roles. Batista's good at mainly action uh in his mm. opinion. Um, I think Batista's good yeah. at dramatic stuff. Batista's like good with Blade action Runner. and dramatic stuff. E even Army of the Dead, which I've kind of come around on, is like it's okay. I think he's great in that, and he has a lot of emotional beats where he crushes it. And Cena, the fucking scene in the movie theater in Trainwreck, that still makes me laugh hysterically to this day. Yeah. Uh, I think Cena's better at doing comedy and drama at this point, mm -hmm. from what I've seen, just from him with this show, than maybe. Yeah, Batista and or... and uh, and according to James Gunn, he's like one of the most gift 
gifted improvisers that he's ever worked with. And he's also worked one been married to Jenna Fisher, directed her guys like Rain Wilson, guys like uh, guys like Chris Pratt, uh, uh, mm. and John C. Riley. So that's a that's a hefty honor to be bestowed by James Gunn. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was a wrestler, and he did have to do a lot of those, you know what I mean, uh, monologues, a lot of those kind of scenes where you go up there on the mic all the time and, and, and kind of do a lot of stuff. So it makes sense why he would be that good at it uh, and why John Cena would be kind of that good at a lot of stuff. Um, but everybody in the cast overall, I mean, the whole cast does an amazing job. Like Dust mentioned, I mean, the chemistry um is through the roof uh backlog say uh gun is a lucky guy f- with his wife yeah uh javon good uh mentioned that as well backlog uh how much uh yeah james got I me mean, jennifer holland's in the show uh, playing hardcore um yeah she's she's fine um very very fine uh very gorgeous woman um and then ernie skz says uh i'd say sin is used to working different uh, used to working different characters at wwe yeah uh, very good kind of, yeah, you know, actor Dan doing all those kind of different characters um, there at the WWE. And, yeah, uh, you know, I think the last time I really was into the wrestling WWE like that, Cena was like a major figure kind of on the come up. Uh, thank you, Nick Nastius. Thank you for the raid. Thank you, uh, Raiding with a Party of Seven. Thank you very much. Um, hey, thank you, Britt. Uh, how, how are you doing? Um, we just had a level four hype train. Thank you for the uh, for that from divine miss klein the backlog ernie skz uh skz thank you thank you so much uh thank you for the follow uh as well amazing brit uh does you know like you mentioned like with the whole you know kind of amazing cast the chemistry um was there any kind of things that do you think because do you think the humor there there's moments where it did kind of fail you at some point so i know some people may be talking about that in the show that Maybe it wasn't that maybe that funny, or did any kind of moments miss for you in the finale that you can think of? I think when the show first started, it was still trying to feel itself out. Mm-hmm. It was still trying to understand what it was kind of wanting to be. No, yeah, you can really tell from the first two episodes what kind of a tone is this really going to get on. It wasn't really until episode two that it was starting to find its pace, and then it hit the ground running throughout. Hmm. Um, I- as yeah, that's fine. Okay. That's Dusk, go ahead. Dusk, I love you, dude, but I'm kind of with the opposite mind. I think mm-hmm. this show 100% knew what it was from Jump, especially in the first episode, that interaction between uh, John Cena and the janitor, where they're just, like, bantering back and forth about, like, it's like, a, yeah, it's like, you're not a superhero like Aquaman, and they're talking about, yeah, like Aquaman fucking fish. Yep. Mm. By, the, by the end of it, there's a callback. <laughs> it's just thing writing. Should we spoil? No, no, we can't spoil. Oh, it. At the end of the at the end of the day, uh, when it comes to the finale, there's certain jokes that may have not hit as hard. But I think honestly, the pre episode, comes in control when his tone is set and he's really focused on it. I laugh for the most part. Um, mo- for the most part, I think most of it. Maybe the eagerly scene could have been like shaved a little bit, but after a while, it kind of as longer it went, it it came back to being funny again. Like mm. just like oh oh god, okay, you are horribly yeah. under- overestimating this yeah, beautiful that- creature. Yeah, eagerly is is one adorable, and two 
has one of the best comedic bits in this final episode. Oh yeah. yeah. I just I love that scene with Economos. I think it was in the I think episode the last episode mm-hmm. uh where he was just like, Man, Eagle's fucking hardcore, man. Economos was like, Jesus, Oh, that's just Vigilante. Oh, yeah, Vigilante. It's episode six. Yeah, he's just like and he's at one point he like pulls out a guy's eye and you're just like, oh. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, and and a beat that I never noticed is like during the title sequence. You have like that big dance number and Eagly pops up. And something I never noticed, it's that Eagly missed his mark in the title sequence and that last like little second is him adjusting. Oh yeah. nice, nice. It's something I never bit. noticed until I rewatched this last episode. Yeah, this last episode, like it's like, oh, it's one more time. I did notice the early on, but he just like <laughs> And that's it. And you're like, Alright, alright. <laughs> Uh, uh, you're cool. You can stay. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to spoil the cameo, yeah. but what did you all think? There were some people saying that it was completely out of tone for what those characters. Those people need to touch grass. Mm. Okay. Those people I... need to go outside, <laughs> make a friend. Mm. I mean, what do you think? Do you think I... that was completely out of like, <laughs> like character for those people to kind of come in? I. It feels like an evolved version of the character that were in previous iteration. And mm. I'm desperately trying to be as vague as I can. Hmm. Dusk will there is a quick ba- there's a quick banner between two characters. That one of them works. One of them makes a joke. Or one of them makes a statement, the other makes a joke, and the other the individual tells them to go F themselves. It's like, the two, that t- it's, yeah. like it, it's two people that just off an interaction like that, you can tell they have a relationship where they're friendly and like friends to constantly tell each other. You know, it's like, fuck you, man. Yeah. Yeah. And the character who, who drops the F-bomb can totally see them doing the yeah. F-bomb. It, every so... every like, character decision, it fits with uh, that individual's strength as an actor. No. Yeah. And as a person. Hmm. I yeah. don't think any of the other of those individuals could have made that joke. So uh, mm-hmm. either other characters are too uh, specific in their personalities. But that one, you're like, yeah, yeah, they could have done that. Uh, again, it's just for a brief moment, and I think it works as a clutch moment and a kind of like a cute one-off joke or to finalize that joke and let it rest and be it, it, done. it's a call it's a callback to a throwaway line which james gunn excels at yep again for all the way from episode one bring back to the finale and then brought back and finalized here just like some random in episodes one and two making fun of a character gets called back all the way at the end or in the previous <laughs> episode oh and in, in uh, episode seven oh no don't you're making face muscles face straight like no no dude no dumbass he's crying oh because mm. like he made a comment about that in episode two <laughs> and he be- completely believed him because of course he did he's vigilante <laughs> um so, yeah uh, I guess to you know wrap things up, yeah. I mean, if you're not watching yeah. this show, Peacemaker, highly suggested, highly recommended. Um, really funny show, yeah, it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For me, I'll quote one of my uh, drill instructors from boot camp. It's like, if you're not watching the show, unfuck yourself before I do it for you. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I think nice. it's 
yeah, I think it's an excellent show. I don't have many faults with the show. Um, it's funny. Uh, great chemistry between all the actors. It's on HBO funny Max. chemistry, and and like with most James Gunn stuff, excellent fucking needle drop. Yeah, I was like, I'm still listening to the the because they made an official uh, Peacemaker playlist. I'm still listening to that shit after after the first episode dropped, and they updated it with every episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, high, high tune in for me. Um, thus, this it the coveted tune in is not one I give too often, <laughs> but when I do, it is well, it is deserved. Ooh. This is Dust. for all purposes an absolute we, tune in. Are, are we making history again? Oh my god, D- we are. Did Dust, did Dust give a tune in? I did. On the, on the same episode, we got to level like six hype train. We yeah. are. Yeah. This this is the day to remember. Yeah. February eighteenth, twenty twenty two. Mark it on your calendars, folks. Mark, uh, thank down. you for playing the <laughs> afternoon delight sound bit for ten bits there. Thank you. Yeah, mark it, mark it down like um, uh, ten fifty seven p.m. February eighteenth. Um, if you're in my part of the world, like uh, two in the afternoon on Saturday. <laughs> Just so, gave a tune in. I did. I gave a tune in to Peacemaker, and I never thought those words would come <laughs> out of my mouth. But there they do are. We, yeah, dude. Real quick, do we have a higher rating than Tune In? Um, I was thinking about maybe making one right now. No, I just give high tune ins. But uh, maybe thinking about maybe doing one higher than Tune In. But uh, for right now, it's just possibly high Tune Up. Okay, okay. In 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 lieu of a higher rating than Tune In, mm-hmm. I'll say. This show fucks. Hmm. I absolutely adored this show. I loved all the comic bits that are with uh, that uh, James Gunn's managed to get. I love the chemistry with all the actors, especially hmm. uh, uh, John Cena, uh, Danielle Brooks, who plays Adebayo, and Freddie Stroma, who's a vigilante. I love their chemistry back and forth. Uh, I love the emotional beats that we get with... Uh, Especially a Chuck Woody Awuji in uh, episode five, who plays uh, Clemson Mern. And off the strength of that, I can't wait to see what he does with James Gunn in uh, Guardians Three. I, I, even a character like Harcourt, who I f- think is fairly underdeveloped. I think Jennifer Holland's a good enough actress that she brings a lot to that character. The action set pieces are some of the best that Gunn's ever done in a comic book show. It it tops. Mm-hmm fucking guardians of the galaxy 2 it it because i think the like come a little bit closer was the best thing he did prior to that the finale of this not even in the same ballpark well uh the music some of the best that has been in a uh in a james gunn property and it's helpful because my dad was a big hair metal and uh he opened my mind up to a whole bunch of new like a bunch of new rock music that I'm really, really grew to love. Mm. I, I'll say this show it 110 percent million times it fucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we love the show a lot. Uh, amazing show. Um, it's it, it, it. Yeah, right now my favorite comic book shows. I won't say best. My favorite one. It's between this and Daredevil. Hmm. Okay. All right. 
Um, yeah, it's up there. I got to think about it um, to do all kind of rank them. But yeah, this is definitely. I think it's going to be up there. And and the way this and the way this season ends, even if we didn't get a season two announcement, even if this was going to be a one and done, it's a finale that works both ways as a setup to a season two mm-hmm. and as okay, this is the last we'll see of Cena's and Peacemaker. An, and an ending of a character. Mm-hmm. A, a ending of a character's arc that is really heartfelt and satisfying. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, very much, very much agree.